All righty then. I am Ben Belak, seated next to Beverly Hills Titan, Zachary J. Goldsmith. It Thanks. was a wild and wacky year, a weird year for Southern California's real estate market. Today is one of my favorite episodes of the year. We are going to go through the priciest home sales of 2022. And Ooh, I, think, surprise. I think someone I know may have sold a piece of property that should be on the list. I'm not going to name any names, but. That should have or did make the list. Well, technically, yours was a piece of land. Mm-hmm. The largest, most expensive piece of land to ever sell in California. Introduce it properly. My we'll man. jump right in. Amazing. So it's always um, about the next one in life. I know it's always about the next deal. That's the problem with the random reinforcement job of being a real estate agent. This is an exciting episode. I, I am really excited to talk about the top sales because let's be honest. That's why we're here. I don't give a shit about my house or yours. <laughs> I want to talk about the ones we can't afford. Well, the lower end of the market cooled as interest rates forced buyers and sellers to rethink their strategies and the luxury market for the most part of 20. 20- 22 raged on with significantly more blockbuster sales than 2021. Celebrities, tech moguls, and CEOs spent fortunes on their dream homes. Battles were waged over the profits of mega mansions. Here are. I want you to be comfortable. Here are. Great hands. The top sales of 2022 coming in at a measly $58 million. Rocco, you know, you're from Philly. That's right. Um, So Sylvester Stallone decided he'd had enough with California Mm -hmm. and he was going to move to Palm Beach. So he sold his incredible compound in Beverly Park. So Beverly Park is a gated community in in, uh, Los Angeles Mm -hmm. uh, with a Beverly Hills address, city of L.A., and it's probably the most esteemed, wouldn't you say? It's the most exclusive guard-gated community in Los Angeles by far. I don't even need your opinion because it is. Well, let me just add one thing. One time I was driving through Beverly Park to see a house and I was just – it was my first time in there. And I was kind of filming from my car. And Were you driving that old blue crappy Chevy Nova? I was driving my 911 oh, and I had my phone up and I started filming. And no joke, this guy on like uh, some sort of security vehicle – noticed me from I don't even know where I'm not exaggerating and he told me that no filming was allowed even though like all the hedges are super high and stuff and you know who that ended up being this is the great part of the story Denzel Washington (laughs) Denzel did used to live in Beverly Park so whoa whoa you kicking brothers out for? <laughs> he still lives in Beverly. Does Park. he? Absolutely. Oh my god! I think why? Who am I confusing it with? I don't know. Did you think this was the uh, the uh, top condo sales under five hundred thousand meeting? Because that's okay. what you prep for. <laughs> so S- Stallone sells his twenty one thousand square foot home in Beverly Park for fifty eight million dollars, which was. A record, an absolute record in Beverly Park. The the cool thing is Sylvester Stallone had was the first guy to choose his lot in Beverly Park. So he had the choice. Brian mm-hmm. Adler, guy who developed it, took him up there in a golf cart, drove him around. And um, you get mad when I clear my throat on camera. Just take it back and go back to, <gasps> and just go back, just go back to Brian Adler. 
I like this part. Uh, so Brian Adler tours Stallone around on a golf cart and he pulls him up to this promontory. And yeah. it's it's the only piece that sits on a level uh, piece of land mm-hmm. overlooking the entire city. So not only is it the biggest piece of flat land with views, mm-hmm. but it's now Stallone's. That's right. And he sold it for approximately $50 million less than the original price tag for $58 million to... Hello. No, that's Lionel Richie's hello. What's what's Adele's hello? <laughs> well, Lionel Richie has a lot of money. It's a big catalog. Okay, so is Adele. Let's move it was on to Adele. the next Let's one. Let's move on to the, next, the next one. next one. Okay. But what was cool about that also is the next highest sale before that was a guy named Steve Udvarhazi, who uh-huh. was an airline leasing mm-hmm. magnet. And he had 10 acres at the end of a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. The entire street was his, 20,000 square feet of house, tennis courts, three guest houses. That we sold two years ago, mm-hmm. $51 million. Wait, magnet or magnate? Which part are we talking about? The ice cream you bar? You said he condom? was a magnet. Yeah. He invented- Magnet the, or magnate? He invented the magnum- of the Trojan condoms. <laughs> okay. So he's doing let's move on well. to the next house. So coming in next at $70 million, another Philly reference, Michael Rubin, the CEO of sports e-commerce company Fanatics, set an all-time record in the Hollywood Hills, buying a house for $70 million for a property once owned by a very famous president, who said, let's make America great again. And that well, president was... Ronnie Reagan. That's baby. right. That's right. Well, that's what everyone did the impression of, and they would go, well. Well. Um, so, Sale redefined so got into it. what a home could fetch in the Hollywood Hills, which is historically topped out at $30 million. I believe the last record in the Hollywood Hills prior to the two homes on Robin was the home that Tom Bilyeu bought that was represented by uh, James and David of the agency and Jason Oppenheim, of course, of Selling Sunset. I mean, I sold a house actually on the same street on Cordell um, that was formerly Mel B's house. And the lot size was like 7,000 square feet, where this was gigantic um, on three quarters of an acre, um, which is big for the Hollywood Hills, believe it or not. And, um, and let's not forget Paul McLean, one of the most esteemed yes. architects in the world, designed it and mm-hmm. probably, arguably, his most organic piece yet. Yeah, Lots exactly. Lots of woods, mm-hmm. very warm. Did it for the Aquilinis. Well, I mean, the truth is Paul McLean, of course, for a minute there was the most highly sought after new, you know, modern architect in Los Angeles, but he's a legend. Yeah. But a lot of homes that he designed, particularly on Bellagio and Carcassonne in Bel Air, you know, they start at 60 and end up trickling down to 36. Well, I agreed. I don't know if you blame him and some started a hundred north thereof, which we'll get to after. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a big surprise. But part of that is based on the developer who developed it where he priced it and why. Well, we're going to talk about so him shortly. Factor. We're so going to talk about him. This guy, yeah. nothing. But the Aquilinis built this house. They had, like you said, on Robin was the second highest mm-hmm. sale ever recorded in the Hollywood Hills, in the Bird Streets. Aquilini did that too. French mm-hmm. uh, Canadian 
maybe not French Canadian. He's a Canadian businessman. He owns the Vancouver Canucks. He is a Canuck. So Michael Rubin. Michael an- Rubin. Another Philly guy. Another he- Philly guy. Stop. Michael Rubin. A funny story about him is my buddy who um, also is an entrepreneur, CEO, startup. He used to hang with Michael and they were going on vacation together. And my friend and his wife were waiting on the tarmac to get on a private jet with Michael. You know, they like arrived by car. Michael arrived in a demilitarized Black Hawk down like Tomahawk helicopter. Demilitarization. I like it. I can't believe that doesn't have an wow, effect on you. So, so by wild. the way, I think well, we... For, if, we, if we I had that much money, I'd be arriving in demilitarized vehicles. So, so we forgot one at $65 million, of course, which was your sale of Enchanted Hill. Why not tell everyone a little bit about the most expensive land sale ever uh, in Los Angeles that you completed? Yeah, I don't like when you – your sale, one of. No, no, no. I mean, okay, fine. One of your many sales. No, don't. It's fine. Uh, the Enchanted Hill was owned by the great Paul Allen, yep. who co-founded Microsoft mm-hmm. with that bill guy. Mm-hmm. Uh he bought this piece of land, 120 acres in the heart of LA, sitting on top of Beverly Hills, and it and it and it harnessed two canyons. Okay, you don't have to sell us. You sold it already. Oh, Just tell us I'm, about I, it. You, you've never seen anything like it. Five pieces of land, multiple acres each, up a one mile private drive with two entrances, one on Benedict, one on Angelo. It had incredible views. What a history it had. We can get into that some other time. Uh, Who bought it? I can't really say who bought it. Did but you, you have intercourse with your wife at the property? Yes or no? <laughs> okay. Um, just checking. Just cut that part out. <laughs> we, did, we did have a storage container on the property at one point. <laughs> Sold for a lot of money. Okay. And had some incredible people through, some of the wealthiest, most like ground-shaking people I've ever met in my life. Drizzy Drake. It was, it was, didn't Drizzy, Drizzy Drake? And I had a lot of interaction And there. Jeff Bezos? Jay, Jeff, Drake's on our list. I'm not going to ruin the surprise. But okay, fine. Jeff Bezos is not on our list, but uh, he can afford it. All right. We did have a good time together. Moving on next to for $70.4 million, Kim Kardashian got in on the action buying yet another home in and if, SoCal. Sorry, if you don't know who Kim Kardashian is, her father was Robert Kardashian is, uh, of the <laughs> O.J. Simpson trial, formerly known. That's how you may know Kim. Yeah, Go on. Uh, she's she's rising up through the ranks. Uh, reality TV star has owned properties in Hidden Hills and Calabasas, but picked up one in Malibu this time for seventy point four million on a bluff top once owned by Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. It's set on three acres overlooking the ocean, um, and it centers on a seven thousand four hundred fifty square foot villa surrounded by swimming pool, tennis court, meditation deck. Um, it was sold. You, you're waiting. What is it? Uh, no, what, what was it? Keep going. Uh, <laughs> sold by hedge fund manager Adam Weiss and Yellowstone actress Barrett Swedek, who originally asked $100 million for the house. Right. And selling at $70 million still is $10,000 a foot, mm-hmm. which I think you could argue is the highest price paid. It's incredible. Property, so it might as well be uh, Kardashian that does it. The, the cool thing about the Encinal Bluffs, where it is, is it's it's higher up in Malibu. I don't yeah. know if you've, you've been there. If yeah. your, your car has enough gas to get there, but it's uh, it's it's high up and it's very private. So it's not very close to the city. But 
celebs love it because you get massive compounds mm-hmm. and it's very private and the beaches are pretty private because in California, no beaches are private. Mm-hmm. Less public access in the Ensignal Bluff. So you have sure. like uh, Neil Diamond, who I know you're a huge fan of huge and had your career after, mm-hmm. at least your look. Leo DiCaprio, Ellen DeGeneres, Michael Eisner. Ellen, we can do a whole show of her real estate. We could uh, probably do a whole should. season of just Ellen we DeGeneres should. real estate. We should. Great idea. Shaboy From the Drake. Six. Boy Drake. From the six. Uh, for, mon- for months, rumors swirled where Drake was going to buy, but... Um, uh, he toured the finest homes in Southern California, including the Enchanted Hill, of course, but eventually settled for something off market, paying $75 million in Beverly Crest, owned by fellow music star Robbie Williams, who our good friend Chris Dyson represented previously, uh, another agent at the agency. Who sold that house to him for 35 mil, <laughs> turned around and sold it to Drake for 75 mil. I mean, what's pretty rare about that property is not only it's 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 massive for L.A. It's 20,000 square feet on 20 acres. Um, it's got 10 bedrooms, 22 bathrooms, uh, elevator, wine cellar, gym, game room, and of course, an 11 car garage. Yeah. And it's pretty insane. Right across from the Enchanted Hill, Paul Allen's land, mm-hmm. and then right behind Paul Allen's other sale that sold for 55 million. We're not going to mention because we don't go below 55 million. What a crappy show. That was his personal residence, and it was beautiful. So Drake looks down on that now, too. All right, so there's four left today. We move on at $91 million. Malibu's massive year continued thanks to video game designer John Burton, who sold a 6.6-acre spread in Paradise Cove for $91 million, a nice improvement on the $36.5 million he paid for it only 10 years ago, but less than the $125 million he originally wanted. Uh, the price jump is mostly thanks to the facelift he gave it during his decade-long stay. Um, really cool house, um, but also very, very big and uncommon for Los Angeles and that location of 17,000 square feet. What's funny is I was surfing once in Little Doom, which is a, you know it's kind of as private as it, as it gets. A lot of uh, listings in this area. Um, they say it comes with a key because there's a private way down to the beach at Little Doom. And I was out there surfing once and um, there were people that were kind of up at the point surfing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to play the inside. The It's a little smaller. The yeah. sets are taking longer. Oh, this is a great story. Yeah. I know this story. So, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm just going to I'm just going to surf in here for t- today, whatever. And this guy paddles by me and he's like, hey, bro, you're in the wrong spot. And like I was about to be like, you know, what a jackass. Hey, fuck you. Um, but it was Laird Hamilton. So I was like, uh, I apologize. Um, you're right. <laughs> I'll see you over there, basically. By the way, he was riding one of those hydrofoils. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those so, are super cool. I know so I was one. like about to, his own line of them now. It's 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 it was it was really crazy. And, you know, to be in the water, the same spot as him was really cool. And that that's in Paradise <laughs> Cove, which is much closer down. Much closer to civilization mm-hmm. uh, and a beautiful spot in the world. So only three sales surpass a hundred million dollar threshold this year. One of them belonged to Tamara Gustafson, the daughter of the late public storage founder. So if anyone tells you there isn't money in storage, uh, she wanted a, Hughes. She wanted one hundred twenty seven point five million for her compound in the Malibu Bluff. It sold for one hundred million. 
And the buyer record shows Byron Allen, the billionaire media mogul who founded Entertainment Studios. Byron um, Allen. That guy is a house buff. I mean, if he's buying homes at $100 million, I hope he so. He has successfully traded up since I've known him probably <laughs> in the early 2000s, starting with three to eight to 10 to 12 to 17. Mm-hmm. We sold him one for 17 in Beverly mm. Hills to the 20s, 30s. And then he took a massive jump. Here to 100. There's a real estate agent in town who keeps doing that too. And it's funny because I've met a lot of sellers who know him and then they would be like, oh, he was living here when he sold me this house and just kept going. Curtsy. That's right. And ultimately bought a $40 million commercial building on Cannon in Beverly Hills. So uh, sky's the limit being a real estate agent if you do it right. (laughs) So for $120 million, Snapchat CEO Evan Spiegel finally... Closes his deal, not in Malibu, but in the Holmby Hills, spending $120 million on a property across the street from the famed Playboy Mansion. Uh, Sale process started uh, last year, but he couldn't close uh, until summer of 2022 because the house wasn't yet finished. Um, With this move, he really puts himself in one of the most pedigreed locations, not just in Los Angeles, but in all of the country. Um, well, you're cornered by the Playboy Mansion on this side and the manor, uh, Aaron Spelling Space. Alwood. Petra Ecclestone, now trading hands again. Yes. And then Alwood. So yeah. you're kind of in the middle of the triangle. You're right. You cannot get a better, more central location between Beverly Hills and Bel Air mm-hmm. with massive estates like this. No, and There's by nothing the way, like it. And it's yeah. not gated. Mm-hmm. The, the houses are. people. Some sure. people have sprung for their own gates. The, the community is not gated, but it feels like a gated, secure community. It's my, it's mind-blowing. you got to drive by it in LA. No, uh, yeah. and also, that guy. And, uh, and also, so, by the way, the one thing that I would like to point out is that, um, you know, there have been some other massive sales north of Sunset in Bel Air, like on Bel Air Road. Uh, these and, and of course, now um, Fien is listed and some big sales on Bellagio in both East and West Gate. But the thing is, is about the estates we just named, like you said, they are in the center of it all. And to be that close to Beverly Hills and the beach and all that without having to go down or up a long and winding road, um, I think just and winding road. Bum, bum. Ooh, play that after this. So do we now move on to our top sale and, and maybe the most annoying sale of 2022, like start to finish the most annoying Annoying sale with a starting price of $500 million. The largest single family residence in the country. Yes. Ultimately was auctioned off for $141 million to the founder of Fashion Nova. See, there's money in schmatas. There's money so, in anything money these in people schmatas. do. You can say there's money in. But it was the other a, guy made the cord for this mic. It's a years long saga of ambition and greed that's been documented over and over and over and over and over again. Do, I'm sure you went there, obviously. Listen, you know who, who designed it? Paul McLean. Again, let's yeah. circle back with Paul McLean. Mm-hmm. And that's to your uh, uh, kind of example of these price drops. Well, you start at $500 million. That's, that's a marketing play, right? And he reached people all around the globe doing that. Sure. It's the most expensive house ever listed. Sure. Uh, so he did a good job at selling for a fraction of that, you know, 
just over 20% of that is, is mind numbing. So that's an example of Paul McLean being a gun for hire. I mean, he did an incredible design, but Niles Namy, the developer, just wanted to take it higher and higher and crazier and crazier. So it just became this gargantuan 105,000 square foot house with a casino. Yeah, it's like three acres inside. A casino. Yeah, and a a a massive massive nightclub. A jellyfish tank. The the yard. He wanted to put a jellyfish tank. By the way, the yard was incredible unrivaled but i think by the time they sold it it changed so many laws for builders in la and and just people who wanted to build their own properties you just can't do what you could anymore because of this the one thing i want to say is a lot of times you'll be working with buyers and they say like well what did he pay for and all that and people don't understand the risk exposure granted this is the most amplified version but they just don't realize all of the costs and and the risk that they have and um niall was was uh kind of the guy who was the developer that everyone wanted to work with and see what he was building is his stuff even up on Carla Ridge I mean there were there were so many homes that he just really I mean he's a little bit of a wacky guy but he he definitely poured himself into all these homes and then he bet it all on the one and then he he basically lost everything and while his Instagram is incredibly strange and awkward and and frankly cringeworthy a lot of fun it's cringeworthy it's hard to watch um what I will say is that um you got to hand it to the guy. He 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 just kept moving up, up and up, and and he had the stones to 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 take on this undertaking and potentially lose it all, which he did. But um, we'll see if he comes back. That said, unless you have anything to add, that is the top home sales in Southern California for 2022. We will continue to report on exciting home sales and uh, real estate drama in Los Angeles in all of our episodes. Um, congrats again to my great, great, great friend and co-host for selling last year a $65 million property, the largest and one of the coolest pieces of land uh, in the history of, of, what is it, our country or Los Angeles only? You know what's sad about our friendship is there were three less greats before I sold that, how good of a friend I was. You were like, this is my great, great friend, mm-hmm. Zach Goldsmith. Now I sell that. This is my great, 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 great Great, terrific friend. Mm-hmm. I've added a terrific and a great. I don't know how good I am, but it was a big sale. It was a great sale. It was a beautiful property, and it's an honor to be a piece of any of those. I think that's what we strive for to be a piece of uh, a part of history. So you can find him at Zach Goldsmith24. I am at Ben Bellack everywhere. Thank you for tuning in. I hope this was fun. All the real estate porn that we enjoy. This is to live and buy in Los Angeles. You should see how many open tabs I have. <laughs> Sick. Oh yeah, I got a good crack. Super bien.